person to you because she is a very very special person she's a very important part of my life and she has helped me not only with my fitness journey but with my mental health as well so the last two weeks I've been talking about caring for yourself finding yourself finding who you are um, and in one of those shows I spoke about the journey that I'd had with my fitness and my personal trainer. So I thought, what better than actually inviting her on the show to talk to you all. So I'm pleased to welcome Annabelle, Annabelle Crisp. Hello. Hello, lovely to be here. It's so exciting, because I feel so lonely when I do these things. So we're just gonna have a little chat um, about all things fitness and mental health as well. So I'm gonna, I was gonna play a song, but I feel like we're gonna have too much to talk about. So I might play a song later if we run out of things to talk about, <laughs> but I think we're going to have a good old chat. So, um, so I'm just going to tell you all how me and Annabelle met. So a few of you might have heard my show a few weeks ago where I said that I had a bout of chest infections and the doctor said to me that the best way to help my asthma was to do regular exercise and I didn't do regular exercise. So I contacted Annabelle, who I knew from a gym that I used to go to, and we sort of started off with walks, didn't we, first of all? It was very low, low impact. Yeah, slow and steady, I think. I think once you know that someone has something like asthma and hasn't exercised for a long period of time, the best thing for you to start doing is just taking it slowly and having fun and because we were friends as well we started off with just having a good chat but also secretly doing exercise at the same time um, so I think once we managed to build that up and you got confident that you could do exercise with the asthma that you had that's when I started to see that you could actually be pushed that a little bit more and I think yeah. it's a confidence thing rather than it's almost that fear of can I do this yeah. without damaging it more or making myself yeah. ill and then once you have someone with you it made all the difference yeah and it was so gradual because it was literally one week it would be a walk the next minute or you know a couple of weeks later you'd say okay run to that bench and then when you get to that bench do this and it was it was so gradual but it kind of it, it really built my confidence and it it, me it meant that I wasn't daunted by the sessions because yeah. I felt like it was just always taken at my pace and if I ever said that I had any worries about my asthma or anything you were just really understanding and and Annabelle is the only person that has ever got me to stick to any <laughs> exercise not that you enjoy it but you stick with it yeah I I must admit during the warm-up I was horrible aren't I during the warm-up I'm like I hate the warm-up why are you doing this to me the only person I know that goes I hate warming up yeah the rest of the session you're fine but yeah. the stretching in the warm-up is always the worst bit well I think because because once the session's going my body's just in shock and I just go with it but the warm-up I'm like <laughs> what the hell is going on um and and last summer probably about this time last year I I was invited to New York Fashion Week and thought oh god what am I going to wear and I want to feel really confident when I go and I knew I was going to be wearing this 
lacy number and I just wanted to feel really toned and really good about myself and you really got me there didn't you like it was it was hard but it was it was we did it in a healthy way didn't we yeah I think it wasn't about beasting you to the point where you couldn't move every day I think it was we knew what kind of outfit you wanted to go for what we needed to work on so we just focused on that rather than just going okay right we're going to do this because I want you to get fit you had a goal that's what we were going to focus on so that you weren't so put off by exercise before you even went to New York Fashion Week yeah it was more let's do this let's make you feel good and the confidence didn't just come from the exercise it came from the new kind of endorphins and everything of getting out and exercising I think yeah that was the difference it wasn't I just want to look a certain way. Your whole personality changed. Yeah. That first picture that you took at New York Fashion Week, it was like, damn, you look good, but you can <laughs> see that you're also really happy and confident yeah. in yourself. And I think that made a massive difference. Yeah. It made me feel good at the same time. Yeah, definitely. And I, and I think I think with um, the beauty of weights as well, because Annabelle got me doing a lot of weight training and things like that, um, weights really give you confidence I found you know because you can you can sort of actually measure how well you're doing each week and that was yeah it kind of gives you conf- it makes you feel strong I think that's my that's my whole thing about going to the gym and and working with Annabelle it's it's not about anything to do with weight it's about strength and and actually challenging yourself to do things that you didn't believe were capable and I think when you have someone like Annabelle in your life that believes in you I think that's really important and so. getting rid of that stigma that weights will not make you look like the Hulk yeah exactly <laughs> you yeah. will not be lifting these weights and walking out sideways out of the gym yeah it's just a way of toning you up slightly and just making you feel I think a lot of women don't really know that feeling of like being strong yeah because they have that fear of I don't want to train too much because I don't want to look that way and you know, it takes a lot to look a certain bodybuilding way. Just by doing a little bit of resistance training can just make you feel so different to what hours of cardio can make you feel. Yeah. And that's, I knew as soon as we sort of started to get back to training again, that that's not what you needed. I didn't need yeah. to put you on a treadmill. You didn't need to go for loads of runs. It was, let's do something a bit different yeah. and make it fun <clears throat> every time. Yeah, definitely. And that's why I've obviously stuck with it so long. <laughs> so as much as as much as I'd sort of say around New York Fashion Week, I, I was feeling, I'd say my best just mentally and everything. I think towards the end of last year, I really, my mental health started to really struggle. And Annabelle was somebody that really helped me during that time. And I remember there was an occasion when I came to see you. And I think the minute you you looked at me you knew that I was in a really bad place and we were in um we were in a place with other people at the time and you made sure that nobody else could see me so you turned my back towards the other people in the room and you just sat and you chatted to me and at the end we did a couple of a couple of exercises but you knew that that session I just needed my mental health worked on and that was the most groundbreaking session I've had because Annabelle came up with some really interesting analogies during that session that I still use today. And I've been saying to her, you must put these in your, on your Instagram. You must share these with people because these are things that you actually came up with yourself, aren't they? Yeah, they've been through with my counselling that I've had myself. They speak about these ways. And I don't know if other people do use them as well, but it was just something that I've kind of, I've been told, but 
created that worked for me. Yeah. And I've never actually told anyone else apart from you. Really? <laughs> no. Oh my god, never you guys are about gonna how love I, this. how I get up some mornings and what I have to think about oh. until that day where you came in I thought this it is, is not about exercise today. This yeah. is about let's just talk about how you're feeling and ways that you can walk out of that building and feel completely different. Yeah. Well, I nearly cancelled the session because I felt in such a state. I, um, and within an hour, I walked, I literally walked out a completely different person. So um, the first one is about if somebody is upsetting you, if you have someone in your life who is not particularly treating you very well, tell everybody about the jumper. Okay, so say you have this person and it's normally kind of in the evenings that people tend to get that person coming into their stream of thoughts. So I always imagined that everyone gets up and gets dressed in the morning. And in my head, if I was feeling really low, I would go, okay, I'm going to paint this image of this person onto the most hideous jumper I could possibly imagine. <laughs> it's itchy, it's a terrible colour, it makes me look awful, but the picture on it is of either the person, is of something that's upset me, something that's that's playing my mind and making me feel in a certain way. And I would make it my mission almost that by the end of the day, I would take this jumper off and the picture would be completely different on it. So gradually throughout the day, I'd sit down and just take a minute to remind myself of what the picture on my jumper that I was wearing was. And it would be changing. It would be changing colours. The person on it would be slowly t disappearing or the thing on it would be slowly disappearing. And I'd always make sure that by the end of the day, I would have taken this disgusting jumper off, folded it up and put it in my drawer. And that was never saying that I wasn't going to come back out, but it was just a way of, if ever I felt like it was consuming me, I would go back to my thoughts and go, okay, I want this picture to change. This can't control my entire day. How do I want it to change? So I'd do different things to take my mind off it. And eventually, I would tell you, right, especially because you're a stylist, yeah. I had to think, right, there's got to be something that you wouldn't ever wear. So instantly you could think of that jumper that just itchy. That, you know, <laughs> we've, all, we've all tried one on, haven't we? That sort of itchy jumper that you can't wait to take off. And, and whenever I would get down, Annabelle would just WhatsApp me and say, don't put that itchy jumper on. <laughs> and it was just, it was amazing. And the other thing you used in that session was the one about the castle. Yeah, so that was, I think, quite a few years ago, my friend sort of spoke to me briefly about the whole castle analogy. And I've had it brought up sometimes in my counselling sessions, but I think everyone takes their own idea of it and how, and the people that come into this castle. So it's a way of how the car, how you'd imagine a massive castle being. So you'd have people on the right of the outskirts of the castle, you'd have the moat, you'd have the bridge, you'd have another room, and you'd have all these separate rooms, which in my mind would be separate people in my life. And obviously within my quarters and my room would be those, that small amount of people that I can trust fully, I know I can talk to, I don't have to be happy all the time, I don't have to, you know, not that I would lie to all the rest of them, but sometimes with mental health, you put that, oh yeah, I'm okay, image on but these people in that quarter I wouldn't and then I would think about the people that were outside that quarter which were acquaintances or people that I worked with 
And then I think further on and further on. And the people that were really damaging to me at the time would be so far out of that castle that I could sort of see them, but they were there enough in my life. And it, sometimes you just have to actually sit there. I would draw castles on things all the time and just put little stick men and imagine the people that were in my life that were good and bad. And sometimes you just have to have a bit of a clear out. It's not you being nasty. It's not you being vindictive towards people or saying that you've had enough and you don't want them in your life. It's just choose which quarter these people are going to be in. I think it, it's like basically a way of prioritising, isn't it? Yeah. But, and I remember you saying to me, the people, the people that are damaging to you, why are you letting them in your, your personal room? And they're wrecking it. They're throwing things around. They're smashing mirrors. They're doing this. They're doing that. Get them out of that room and put them outside the moat. And it's, I think if you have a, <clears throat> if you have a sort of, um, if you're like me where you're quite visual, you you prefer to picture things to help you it was really really helpful to me to do that and just in that one hour session you gave me those two analogies you got me doing some sort of nice exercises and I left a completely different person and I still use those techniques now and a few weeks ago I was um only like two or three weeks ago I was really struggling and and said to Annabelle you know my mental health is really bad like a lot of people's have been during lockdown it's been a really testing time and um luckily because Annabelle really understands I messaged her and I said I'm, I'm really not doing very good so she said right we're not going to do our usual hit workout type things <laughs> hey. we're going to go for a, we're going to go for a walk down to the lake but before I come get a, a bit of paper a post-it note and on one side write all the things that are making you unhappy all the things that are damaging you and all the things that are making you feel the way you're feeling and on the other side, write how you want to be feeling, the things that make you good and the things that make you happy. So we took this bit of paper down to the lake and we didn't litter, we didn't leave it in the lake. No. We, did, we did just put it in the bin. But Annabelle said to me that the side of paper that had all the sort of negatives on to put in the lake. And it's amazing. It literally feels like it's washing away, doesn't it? Yeah, definitely. I think you just needed that. It's almost like the thoughts and feelings that you're feeling that day just needed to not almost be forgotten, but just you needed to just watch the good things that you had put on the yeah. other side, sat there in the water at the time and just let the other lot go. And like I always say to you, I never preach that I'm, you know, I'm not a counsellor. I'm not, I haven't done anything in regards to mental health. I've just gone through it myself. And I know that sometimes beasting someone and just putting them through their paces so they can't breathe or think about what they're doing is what people need and I think sometimes you just need to talk and I think as a personal trainer you need to distinguish what your client needs and you ultimately do talk to them more than you train them sometimes mm. like, and that's not a bad thing because they'll give you more like that next session next yeah. week you were so on it you were yeah. ready to do it yeah but I think if we had done something completely different you would have been more tired, yeah. you would have felt worse. Yeah. You just needed to get out of your system, yeah. didn't you? And I think because you're an empathetic person, you you sense what somebody needs. And I think that's why that's why you're so important to me, because as you were saying just now, you know, it's easy to say to people, Oh yeah, I'm fine. But to have those people in your life that you don't feel like you have to put a mask on for, you they're so invaluable to you. And and you were saying to me about we were just talking before we came on recording this 
Um, just talk us through about some of the struggles you've had and things that you've sort of, you know, coping mechanisms that have helped you. Just have a have a chat about things that you've maybe overcome or still struggle with. I think in general, it's just everyone needs to stop putting so much pressure on themselves. And that's the hardest thing to do, especially for me as a personal trainer and for me as somebody that comes across as the most confident person and is bubbly and always makes people laugh. And, you know, that is the person that I want to be. And it's always been about making people feel happy. But that's actually the darker side of my own issues that I can put on that mask and go, this is happy Annabelle, but as soon as I closed the door, I went into a really, really bad place. And, you know, I don't ever wish going rock bottom as, as low as I did on anyone, but now I'm turning it around in the sense that I've been there, I know how it feels. These things that I talk about may not necessarily help other people, but they might. So they're not as extreme as, you know, you don't have to spend hundreds of pounds on things to help you. You don't have to read every single book. You don't have to do everything that you're told. You just have to find what works for you. And for me, it was exercise. So exercise saved my life ultimately because just going for a walk when I didn't want to do anything else and get out of bed made me feel better. And going to the gym or going and seeing friends and going for a walk with them, it wasn't all about killing myself and looking a certain way. And even as simple as you're looking at your phone one day and you realise that you're in 20 different WhatsApp groups with 50 other people in it, and it instantly put pressure on me to contact in every single group to make sure that people didn't feel like I was sort of being distant or I wasn't getting involved in the conversation. And then I felt like, hang on, this is already another pressure and they're supposed to be my friends. So I could then decided, right, I need to either come away from the group or silence the groups or just reach out to the people in all of my WhatsApp groups and say, I am here, but... At the moment, I just can't get involved in all of these conversations, but I'm okay, sort of thing. Even if I wasn't, and just doing that simple thing made just getting up every morning so much easier because I didn't look at my phone the next day and go, I've got 400 WhatsApp messages from completely different groups, all about different things. And I think just realising that it's okay to have five close friends that you know can help you and deal with you when you're at your darkest or even when you're at your highest like the problem with when you're depressed as such is you have such big highs and such massive lows and I can't seem to find that in between yeah and my in between is when I exercise because I'm not really really ecstatic that I'm doing it but I'm not (laughs) upset when I'm doing it yeah I get that so you kind of I exercise on my middle ground Mm. but I also exercise and surround myself with people that get that, that after a session, I can literally sit on the floor and cry because yeah. everything's sort of come out of me. Yeah. Or I can laugh and I can have the best day ever. But yeah. it's, it's finding what works for you. And I think everyone is just putting so much pressure on themselves to be that perfect person, whether it be the perfect mum, whether it be the perfect friend, whether it be the perfect family member. And... We just have to learn to be a bit selfish. Yeah. And I think people don't exercise or join a gym because they're worried that that hour in the evening, they have to cook dinner, they have to clean the house, they have mm. to do this. But ultimately, 
just that hour of exercise can completely change how you are yeah. as a person. How Even you if it's just home. going for a walk, yeah. isn't it? And you I don't think... have to pay for a, a gym membership. You don't no. have to spend all this money. It's just being outside. Like me and you do all of our sessions mainly outside. Yeah, and just, being in a, just on the green, air. yeah. If it's raining, yeah. we'll stand there in the rain yeah, because yeah. it makes us feel good. So it's, you know, I think everyone's just got to write down a few things and take that time to go, what do I ultimately want? What makes me feel good? If that's exercise, brilliant. If it's clearing out a WhatsApp group, brilliant. If it's just playing some crazy music and dancing around your living room, do it. And I think it's important for people to understand that it's not a, you know, it's not something that can be can be sorted out and something that you get over. If you have mental health struggles, like me and Annabelle, you can have those times where you do go back into a horrible a horrible way of thinking and horrible thoughts and I think what Annabelle's got really good at is knowing the things that help her and you know I've I've got to that stage where I know the things that help me and the things that hinder me when I get like that and I think it's being kind to yourself isn't it and realizing that okay this isn't going to go away and I'm not going to beat myself up if it does come back but here are the things that I find to help it. Like, as you say, exercise, you know, you read a lot as well, don't you? Yeah. And, and it's not turning to the unhealthy things and the unhealthy habits, whether it's, and that, I don't mean that by food, I mean unhealthy habits as in surrounding yourself with the wrong people. It's, it's making sure that every part of your life is nourishing you from what you eat, what you drink, where you go, who you see, what you look at on social media everything has an impact on you and I think all of that can really affect your well-being can't it oh definitely and I think sometimes even when you do just want to sit in your pajamas watch films and eat bad food especially when you're already in the fitness world you almost then feel guilty because you've eaten badly you've rested you've done nothing all day so you know you're always your worst victim because you want to have a rest your body's telling you to have a rest but for you to sit down and then eat badly, you then feel guilty and feel like, nope, I shouldn't be allowed to do this. Yeah. And I think that's because the whole world at the moment is all about fitness and eating right. And, you know, sometimes, yes, you can have those days where you can just eat what you want, have a slob day, get in those pajamas and watch chick flicks the entire day and yeah. not feel guilty about it. As long as you're doing it for the right reasons yeah. and you're doing it because you want to, it will make you feel better. And the next day you'll get up and you'll just get back to your normal routine. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, completely. And unfortunately, as I knew, we have run out of time. We could go on <laughs> and on. We're going to have to do like a part two another time. <laughs> um, but I just wanted to share this amazing person with you because honestly, she is just, she's so much more than a personal trainer. She has so much insight into how you can help your well-being, and she helps me so, so much. And I really hope that you take some of those tips that we've shared today um, and let me know how you get on with them. And we are just going to get hold of your Instagram so that we can get people to follow you. So your Instagram, how can they find you? So it's Annabelle CPT. Um, and or oh, just look for you if you're following you yeah. pretty much post about me all the I, I, will, I will tag I will tag her and everything to do with this show anyway so give her a follow um, and yeah let me know how you found the show let me know if any of those analogies have, have struck with you and thank you so much for coming on oh, I really appreciate so it thank you so much for having me I've loved it
I've loved sharing you with everyone. <laughs> I also want to keep you to myself. <laughs> I hope you all have a lovely day today and I will catch you again next week. Bye.